I got you. It's coming. Are you ready to ignite the fire? We are Speak Fire. Oh, and by the way, that's fire with a Y. What's going on, everyone? Internal fire. Student fire. Young fire. Father's fire. Leadership fire. Champion fire. (laughs) (laughs) Unlocking the fire within. Thank you all for tuning in. Let's grow. Speak fire. Speakfire.com. Speakfire with a Y. We have a new episode that comes out every Monday at 4 a.m. Are you going to be up with us? Deuces. Yo, yo, it's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again in the building. You already know, guys, it's time for another segment of the Young Fire Podcast. Powered by Speakfire. Yo, yo, guys, welcome back to another week, another segment. And yes, man, this week we are continuing in our series on WAP. And today we have none other than the queen of Speakfire, none other than Miss Aisha Thomas, man. She is uh, blessing us this week with the queen's perspective on WAP. So sit tight, man. you got to balance your view, not just get a male's perspective from everything all the time, but a female's perspective on this whole movement is going to be crazy, guys. Buckle in. We're about to get it in. Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. How's it going? I'm good. How you doing? I am well. I am well. Got the queen of Speak Fire in the building. <laughs> man it's, it's it's been a minute trying to i know get it has everything, been a minute <laughs> get everything connected and syncing schedules i know we all stay busy we all on one doing our thing but yes it is a delight and a joy to have you here uh, thank you I'm on honored. young fire blessing the channel this week that's what's up that's what's up <laughs> and so I'm just like gonna. I'm because I'm always like just getting right into the into the mix of things. Uh, this month, I'm I'm talking about really going hard on on uh, addictions, uh, more so focusing on like sensuality and sexuality and mm-hmm. addictions and things of that nature. And last week, I uh, I started the series. We're talking. We're talking about WAP, you know. Mm. And like how that's like sweeping the the nation and the world, and its effect that it's having on uh, not just the culture but people. Yeah. And I know here at here at Young Fire, we are, we're we're uh, focused on the, the the young men, and just wanted to get the the queen's uh, perception and opinion and and her enlightenment on on just a couple of questions here. Uh, talking about WAP, I'm not sure if you're. Well, I'm pretty sure you're familiar, but... Oh, yes, I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I am familiar. Right, right, right. And, uh, and it's kind of funny because I saw, you know, one of the, the, the young... And I was like, hey, hey, what are your thoughts on this? What, what's this, uh, Sean? I'm like, what is WAP? And I'm thinking, you know, I'm old school, so I'm thinking, like, maybe it's a, a, a revamp of the old dance, the WAP back in the day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, they remaking everything now. So I'm like, oh, I remember the WAP. And he uh, sent, showed me the video link. And I'm like, what in the world? Mm. 
And honestly, I only made it through like a minute and 25, 30 seconds until I was like, okay, I, I kind of know where this is going. I can use my, my mind. It only gets worse from here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? And I'm looking at that and I'm looking at these two uh, MCs, these two female MCs and I guess who they're they're great for what what they're doing. I, I haven't been really fully connected and immersed in the hip hop movement for quite some years because I just like I'm just like out of tune. Like I feel like I've grown away from the 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 message. And uh, but I because I deal with a lot of the young men, I have to kind of keep keep my ears tuned to it enough to you know understand what's going on and keep fashion but when it comes to this 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 anthem of sorts now that's crossed it's transcended a song and it's like become like a movement or a mission of sorts so i kind of wanted to get a a i wanted to let my my young men get a female perspective on this uh and it's really only got three uh three questions i wanted to cover because i didn't want to like impose a lot of your time but when it comes to this this song um do you perceive it as empowering? Because a lot of women say, oh, it's empowering and we're owning our sexuality and this and the other. Is, to you, is this thing empowering or is it toxic for uh, not just men, young men, but men in general and women? Like, is it, do you perceive it as empowering women on their sexuality or is it toxic to where, you know, young men begin to continue to objectify women? Well, I mean, I think definitely um, I'm big on whenever we look at something, we have to look at the history. What has happened for things to get to where it is, right? Because, mm -hmm. of course, one of the big things that a lot of people talk about is the double standard. Mm -hmm. Historically, we know that there's been music that objectify women or they mm -hmm. speak about women in a certain kind of way. Right. But then with women, there's a 100% double standard where if they come out, and they speak on things it's kind of like clutch my pearls what are they doing that mm -hmm. is wrong that is just offensive when historically this is something that we've seen in hip-hop even rock and roll i mean we can't even just say it's a hip-hop thing and i think that's the other side of it this is something that has touched like across all music genres it mm -hmm. might look different um i remember you know again i'm west african but i remember growing up and seeing like a lot of the rock and roll videos and the women in the videos were right. in bikinis and they were half naked as well yeah. and they talked about drugs and all these different things so i think historically music has been um kind of you know they had that sexualization aspect of it um and i again i remember the prince videos and certain videos yeah. <laughs> where i could not watch right because of the fact that of what it was showing so historically you've seen men kind of do um um you know kind of show this kind of behavior and talk about different things and now you're in a season where women are kind of are doing the same thing and it's a double standard um and i think that a hundred percent by uh if it all goes back to how that young man is raised, how that young woman mm -hmm. is raised. And if they don't have that direction in the household, what they're seeing on TV could be creating that sense of how they see women, mm -hmm. how they think women should act, how they should dress. Um, so a lot of times, 
I have to say that what we're seeing on TV and the the you know the the sexualized uh, nature and the things that we're being exposed to will that ever ever change? I don't think it necessarily will. It's been around for some time. Now no. the level of uh, um, exposure of it is more than in the past because I mean you probably had to go to MTV to see that video. You probably had to go to a certain channel to see certain type of commercials. But we're mm. living in an age where the consumer has demanded more of this exposure. It's not a problem for a lot of consumers. So now right. we're seeing more of that. And now our children, our youth, mm. they're exposed to these things. So essentially, I'm not going to blame Cardi B or um, Make the Stallion, which I think are very talented MCs um, mm. for what they're doing. Because, you know, they can live their lives. They can function however they want. But we do have to really go back to the household we really have to go back to how is that young person being exposed to the opposite sex and learning mm -hmm. about life where is that coming from i mentor right. young boys in a high school and i remember one time one of the young boys said to me that i don't like black girls and i was like what do you mean you don't like black girls oh, wow. ghetto so wow. i asked him why that was and i was just like no you don't like a behavior trait you don't like mm. a certain type of behavior that mm. doesn't say that this is how all black women are right. because every person from any every culture has a certain maybe a behavior that you might not like but it's a behavior not tied to a specific race and mm. i i love that experience because when i went in to mentor young boys i was like me a girl how am i going to be able to mentor young boys they're not going to be able to relate but what I realized in that moment is that I was exposing them to what a, what a black woman, another type of black woman looked like. I was exposing them to nice. um, another side of a woman that right. they might not be seen on a regular basis. So I, I don't want to point my finger specifically to these two talented women. I want to look at, we have to go back and identify how are these young men and how are these young women being exposed? How are they learning about life? Who are they who are who are they able to confide in and mm -hmm. learn from in order for them to have a clear understanding of what this means and how this can kind of show show up and navigate how they select partners and how they see women and so on. So it really goes back to that aspect of it. Gotcha. No, that makes sense. And so and even and with that and, and on that note, do you feel that because you know a, a, a child can be raised in a, in a proper environment and they can have um, you know, either a single parent or both parents in the home and they can be taught uh, how to view the opposite sex but when they leave the house you know there there's a level of, of influence that they right. have when they're in school and they're with their peers and it's almost as if like the influence outside can sometimes eclipse what was taught or instilled you know what I'm saying? If, if that makes sense, it, it, it can kind of eclipse that because they want to be perceived as cool. They want to be perceived as, you know, we're, I'm, I'm, I want to be included. So I feel like I have to embrace, you know, this, 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 in, this way that I'm being influenced out there. So do you think that can kind of have a, an effect on it? Like, like you said, you said it depends on how they're raised and how, how those paradigms are, are, are formed in the home. But then when they leave the home and they're around their peers, you know, like, can you kind of unpack like how that team can be conflicted between the two? Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I mean, when you get into when you're in school and when you're around your friends, like you want to you want to be a part of the crowd, like you want to mm -hmm. connect. And I mean, again, growing up, I had so many troubles as a young girl 
um, especially coming from another country, there were so many things that I was learning about Black America and about the U.S. and how to function. And I found myself a lot of times following what the crowds were doing. Mm. That didn't pan out very well for me. <laughs> but that that is a hard and difficult thing that a lot of young people have to deal with. Um, even adults have to deal with sometimes. Like you just want to be a part of something. You want to feel like you're in and you right. belong. And as long and if you don't, you haven't had that time to mature and really have an understanding of life and the full effects of consequences and what if, if you do this, this will happen. Um, you know, you might follow, find yourself following something that you um, that isn't that that's going to have a negative outcome. So it, it is difficult. That that is the truth. That is the reality. And I think it's so important that young people have the right kind of mentors. Um, parents mm-hmm. out there, you must continue to try to have that influence outside of when that child does leave and hopefully they've connected themselves with the right type of communities and have the right kind of partnerships and the blessing now I think the great thing now is that young people can become a part of these communities and have mentors and have other young men and other young women they can connect with that um, can help them kind of navigate life because sometimes they don't want it. It's not popping to talk to your parents sometimes. Sometimes I want to talk to, you know, somebody else. So, you know, I think one of the great things is get yourself connected with a community, a community of people that are really focused on whatever. Maybe your your goal is to become a future entrepreneur. Your goal is to this, you know, this one path. Um, Get yourself in one of these organizations in these communities out there because now you always have access to a group of individuals that can give you the proper kind of guidance and mentorship. The second thing, the reality is you will make mistakes. You will probably try out something, do something. And uh, and honestly, unfortunately, that is a part of the mature maturation process for right. you to try something, do something. Not saying you should just go out and just try out stuff, but right. that's a part of you understanding like, you know what, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And even for me being a parent, that's the hardest thing I'm having to recognize is that when my my children do leave, that they might still have to, you know, put their hand on that hot stove for them to get burned to realize like, okay, this isn't for me. But that is the realization. So it's okay if you do make the mistake, like don't be too hard on yourself. But every time before you do something, like I in my book, uh, my my first book that I came out, Trendsetter, Seven Steps to Radically Stand Out to Be the Best You, Mm -hmm. I talked about the process that young people should start going going through before they go somewhere have that line of questioning the who what where when and how all right if i go to this party who's hosting it Mm -hmm. okay from historically if you do you know this person if you know any background about this party or this event what has been the historical nature of the outcome of that party do you hear that there's always fights do you hear that's always drugs and there's always alcohol like literally go through these lists of questions because mm-hmm. I have it as one of the exercises in my book right. before you go and you go participate because once you do the background information and really assess before you go you'll realize you know what if I go the likelihood of me getting into a fight the likelihood of me being exposed to drugs the likelihood of me witnessing sexual violence or something crazy mm-hmm. is high so maybe I shouldn't go so going through that assessment process before you go go to things might also help you in Um, keeping yourself out of trouble but essentially that might be something that a young person has to go through in order for them to understand and then after you go through it take time and analyze and self-assess and say what did I learn from this this breakup I went through or this drug I tried or if I did something I wasn't supposed to do what was the outcome how will I go through the whole process of analyzing 
how it made you feel, what happened, the kind of trouble you went in. So you can identify what was the lesson that I learned that now when I do find myself exposed to this again, I won't go that path again. Wow. So it's really just really going through that analyzation process, mm-hmm. understanding that if you do something, it is what it is. Learn from it. Go through that process of identifying the nuggets and what you learn from that process. And then when you do face it again, because you will, you're going to mm-hmm. face the same thing again. Right. Now you say, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to go to so-and-so party because last time I ended up in jail and I ain't trying to throw away my whole college career because of a party. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So those are some things to do. Definitely. I mean, because I because I think, you know, and then leading into this this next question here, like, do you think all of it, do you think it's it's just music? You know, people say, oh, it's it's an art. It's just music because I remember. Yeah. And I we're almost, you know, we're pretty much in the same uh, age range. I remember back when we had Uncle Luke in the 90s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean. You know, and we had those 69 boys and just, yeah, <laughs> Daisy Dukes and all that. And yep. it was, it was crazy. So I, immediately when I saw WAP and I heard, I'm like, well, I started thinking of Uncle Luke, early 90s. Yep. I'm like, this is nothing new. It's just repackaged. Yeah. And, and it's just, now just a woman's face. Exactly. You, you, see, you, you weren't seeing as many women doing this in the past. Yeah. Right. I mean, because, you know, then we had, you know, Adina Howard, you know, freak yes. like me. <laughs> Yep, yep. And that was rare. You yeah. never saw women just, man, that song, I remember that song with the anthem. I was like, yeah. And I was like, in my early teens, I'm like, ooh, wait a minute. And I think that's where my paradigm shift started to come. Like, oh, okay, this is, oh, this is, this is, this is new. And yeah. so, so with that, again, with it now just being repackaged, uh, do you think it should just be perceived as it's just music? No, I mean, but it's more than music. Music has influence. I mean, yes. as someone that is a music lover, as someone that, you know, pursues singing and music has influence. I remember like music to me, um, it, it, it reminds me of experiences that I've gone through. There mm-hmm. were moments where I needed to be uplifted and I turned music on. Right. There were moments that I wanted to turn up and I listened to music. Mm-hmm. When I go to the gym and I go work out or when I go work out and do my spin, um, my virtual spin class later, I'm going to be listening to music and right. certain classes I choose is dictated off of music so music does have influence so it's not right. just music so we do have to recognize that anything that we're inputting in mm-hmm. our minds does have influence now, one of the trainings that i do incorporate is about a conscious bias and the reason why unconscious or how unconscious bias cre- is created is from the stereotypes and the things we see in media mm-hmm. or the things that we're learning from our um family members or people we're close to so yes you can also be influenced by what you're seeing in your community by the things that you're hearing but also by media and what you're not realizing is that the unconscious is being fed information and now you're functioning and you're responding and your behaviors are changing based off of that unconscious bias that came from watching a music video or listening to music so so yeah it's it's anything that you are consuming from conversations to music anything to reading a book it is all information that it could end up being embedded in your unconscious that could essentially shape your behaviors and now you might have a bias against women or a bias against men or you have all these assumptions of how these experiences are going to be based off of that information that was being dialed in so yes it's not just music it's a hundred percent, a hundred percent going to could potentially, I won't say going to, but could potentially 
influence your behaviors and that's why that awareness process is so important Mm -hmm. because the more time that you start taking and saying and really taking time to analyze your week analyze yourself becoming more self-aware now you're understanding now the influences the influence isn't just moving you now you know how to navigate around the influences that are around you all right gotcha so so you're saying that's this is why self-assess the ability to self-assess is critical yes but when you're facing 100%. things things like this because i remember you know videos like this you have to wait until like bet after dark like yes the, <laughs> this is like exactly early and now you can just go on youtube and watch and it watch there's it. no there's no monitoring process yeah. just exposure is there wow. and you know i tell a lot of parents too we have to even realize like the shape of the brain and how you know young people are, are the brain is being shaped mm-hmm. like what the part of the brain that ends up being matured later on in life is the rational rationalization part mm-hmm. children and young people i mean all, a lot of people even adults because if you've been through trauma um the 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 emotional part of your brain is what's going to be the most dominant throughout most of your life mm-hmm. and if you're exposed to trauma if you're affected by certain things then that will affect how you show up and make decisions. So some people make emotional decisions or they can rationalize. So we have to even remember the list, um, excuse me, we need, to, we need to also realize as parents, if there's any parents listening out there, that young people, when you say you should have thought before you responded, no, a lot, <laughs> the brain is mm-hmm. wired right. before you hit 25, 26. Wow, that right. you tend to make emotional decisions first. How it makes you feel is how you move. And then you think about it later. So what the self-assessment process is now is helping young people learn the process of analyzing first before being moved by emotion. And that's something that literally is being developed over time. And you're and by doing this practice is helping you really mature that part of your brain a mm. lot sooner than later. Wow, right. Man, yeah, that's that's definitely powerful there. And and to to wrap this up, I had uh, my, my last question. I, I love the insight that you're giving, I, I love that uh, the, the listeners, the young men are going to be hearing this from a female perspective and that they can glean, you know, more from it because they're there. It's it's not just them, like, you know, a male perspective. So it's like they're hearing it from the opposite sex. But to wrap this up, do you think, you know, this this song and movements like this, is it negatively affecting the culture? Hmm. And that's kind of negatively that's affected. Hard, you know? Yeah, because it's I I I think we're given we we give too much power to things. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, if WAP becomes number one on whatever chart, there was a consumer that purchased it. There was a consumer mm-hmm. that watched it. Right. So we have to say, take a little bit more responsibility to, um, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday about, um, you know, about the music that pe- that is put out and people, you know, like people within certain communities being taken advantage of. But I'm like, essentially, these people that are putting out this information, they are putting it out and they're pouring dollars into this type of music because the consumer wants it. Right. So again, that's why it has to really go back to us as individuals and us really thinking about what we're consuming, what we're purchasing, because our buying dollars, what we're watching is what's going to drive these bigger companies to say, you know what, the next few female rappers or the male rappers we're going to invest in have to be talking about robbing and killing. They have to be talking about taking advantage of women or they have to be talking about or have to be dressed half naked. That is something that essentially is driven by what the consumer watches. So 
essentially we're getting what we're investing in. Right, we're right. Getting what we're consuming. And and so and it's almost like a supply and demand. Exactly. So you know, and and, and I think Cardi B, uh, she had did a conversation about it because of course it was a big topic because it was a bunch of women in the in the video that you know it's like you know this is this is who we are. Right. And she was just like, listen, if you guys don't want to listen to the music, don't listen to the music. But there's so many different types of genres of music out there and content out there you could be consuming. But for right. some reason, people gravitate towards this. So. Yeah. Again, I don't want to put the blame on them or any other artists out there. Right. We have to really look at ourselves and what we're doing in the home, what kind of things we're exposing ourselves with and really taking time because, again, I can't blame any of the young men that are listening to this podcast because essentially you might not be able to, you might not have somebody you can communicate with. Right. You might not be able to really have these open conversations with family members. So if there are family members out there that are listening, please take time to really pour into these young men, to these yes. young women. women. I told women, go out and mentor boys. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like, oh, I can connect with them. They need to be exposed to different right. types of women from different types of backgrounds. Be, be that person in the community to go out and support these young men. And if you're a young man out there, you know, like, okay, I really want to support my young brothers throughout this process and have them have an understanding of women differently and life differently you go out and mentor too and you also get connected with young girls because they need to see a representation of young men who respect them and honor them and they won't be talking about dropping mollies in their drinks right. and taking advantage of them right. so i think it's really going to be a community effort for us to really take our take a look at ourselves take a look at ourselves within our homes to identify why we we have so much power to pivot music and pivot the expectations of girls and boys and so on right. but if we don't do that we're going to continue to see this being something that we're going to you know continue to watch because the consumer is driving what these big companies push out there wow that's good wow that's and that's what's up because i i'm still again this this series you know it's not just wrapped around wop and music but it's I'm carrying it into like how it affects like you know going into sexuality and sensuality and what we're seeing what we're taking in and how how it perceives everything how we perceive it all but man definitely I want to thank you Aisha for coming on today and kind of breaking that down and unpacking that and that, anytime I really, you know I really family anytime sure. man anytime yeah. you know I love the youth um, I'm yes. passionate about young people so anytime brother because yeah, i i have some of those same concerns you know that you you know you have a son and your daughter and i have my sons and my daughter i'm like man like what what or what are we giving them as a society when they become of age like what, what how are we shaping that you know so yeah definitely just uh, being definitely comfortable even for us it's like just being comfortable to have those conversations because as parents there's certain things we don't want to talk about things we're uncomfortable to talk about but even again it starts in the home so the more that we become more open to hey explain what WAP is of course age appropriate right 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 exactly. <laughs> and have these conversations <laughs> with our young people then I think it would also really help shape how they see life and how they conduct themselves when they leave the household so yeah definitely definitely well yes sir you man take it all in fellas take it in and listen you just got a successful woman's perspective who's got her head on straight and she's focused and she's always focused on giving back definitely want to go out and check out her channel internal fire get yourself balanced get your views balanced don't just take a male all male perspective on something balance yourself be it be a servant of, of balance 
And so you already know how we roll. Queen Aisha, again, thank you. Thank you so much for coming and blessing the channel this week. And you already know, guys, think about that. Until next time, deuces. Deuces. Yo, yo, it's your boy, your brother, your friend, once again in the building. Yo, the Young Fire Podcast is a weekly conversational podcast that's part of the Speak Fire lineup of influencers designed to give you today's youth empowering, inspirational, self-reflecting content. Join me, host Sean Brasfield, as I weave my life experience and expertise from the world of acting, spirituality, and speaking to give you short, on-the-go, muse-worthy gems to assist you and getting on the road to becoming your absolute best. So check out the Young Fire Podcast, now available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and now on the iHeartRadio. You already know, we about to get it in. Let's go ahead and pull up new episodes every Monday. Listen, leave a review, tell a friend. Until next time, you already know, deuces.